0: Imagine having the ability to listen to a song and then repeat that song without needing the sheet music. That is the superpower that Mikey has. He's an adult living with 22Q and I had the honor to chat with him about his passion for drumming and what it was like for him growing up living with 22Q. I'm so excited to introduce you to Mikey. Welcome to the 22Q Podcast. My name is Becky White, and today I am really excited to have Mike with me. I met him through social media. I saw that he was in a band and extremely talented on the drums, and I just was really excited to reach out to him and see if he'd want to be on the podcast because he is an adult living with 22Q, and I'd love to just hear his perspective today. Mike, thank you so much for being here, and please introduce yourself.
1: I'm from Fresno, and there's not much to do in the valley, so we just do like music, yeah, just have fun all the mm-hmm. time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And where do you stuff. work? I work at a local deli shop called Moto Fresno. It's across the street from the from Fresno High School, which is the the first school ever built here. That area has been around since like 1912, so it's like a really wow. like historic area in town. So, it's mm-hmm. like really like hip and like artsy around there. So, it's really fun to work there.
0: Yeah. Nice. And have you lived there your whole life?
1: Yeah. Um I haven't lived in this house my whole life, but I live like down the street from my childhood home,
0: which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. So, that's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And when did you first pick up your first set of drumsticks? Tell me about that.
1: I was 4 or 5 and I just got um, done watching Tarzan with that scene when the gorillas go to the campsite and destroy all the pots and pans and just started banging on them and then I decided to do the same thing with the with the kitchen in our house no. um, I got the chopsticks and stuff and I started up <laughs> and my parents were okay with it because they they realized I was actually doing like actual beats and the rhythm to the songs that were on the show and they decided to give me a an electric kit so they'll like be okay with the noise right it. and then i joined a percussion group called we got the beat at the age of seven till i was about 13 and we just like performed at schools and like fairs and stuff like that so that's how i learned how to play with like other people and stuff so
0: like reading music not reading music actually no um,
1: Yeah, we just learned by ear and there's like actually I I learned how to play piano through the marimbas and vibraphones, which is technically a percussion instrument, too. So, yeah, I learned how to play piano through that, too, at 13. And yeah, it's just like from there, I just always played with other people and stuff like that. So
0: So. even today, do you always play by sound as well?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: that is amazing. Not many people's brains can do that. Uh-huh. Not many people's yeah. brains can hear something and then repeat it, which is just so fascinating. And honestly, you're not the first person I've met with twenty two q that can do that
1: We have uh we have a very unique brain, I guess, for but it's a like person. a uh, it's yeah. like a
0: hidden superpower, really yeah. Yeah. that many people would be so envious to have how when you're playing the drums, how does it make you feel?
1: See, I can't do a lot of physical things. Like, I've always liked watching sports. And I have, like, really bad knee problems. They they, they bother me a lot. So I can't really run or, like, do any physical activity. So, like, drums are kind of, like, the only, like, physical thing I could do, I guess. So I'm, like, just really passionate about it. And uh, there's just, like, a lot of, like, multitasking tasking and you're like never bored with it which is like the thing that I just enjoy doing like every day I try to practice every day it's just really hard to like find time with work and everything like that but
0: yeah and tell me about your band
1: the band I've we've started after the pandemic ended they were all in a another band called Valkyrie Missile in Fresno uh, which is named after a Blink-182 song i or some other Tom DeLonge song from a long time ago. Um, but they started after their old drummer moved away and they wanted to start something else. And they knew me from like other bands from the past because I've been in like nine other, nine other bands before that. I, I just always play with like everybody. And we just decided to start a project and they hit me up on like Facebook and our first show was at a uh, brewing company in downtown Fresno. And our EP release show was there. So that was pretty cool, too. And yeah, it was in March of 2021 mm-hmm. that we our first show was. And from there, mm-hmm. we just like grew as friends and stuff like that. And what's the name? Uh, of it? Our, our name is Hillblocks View, which I didn't name. And I'm not a fan of the name but it's our name. So it's okay. <laughs> I guess. Where does the um, name
0: come from? What's the meaning? So it?
1: it's, it's a street sign. Nathan, our guitar player explained it so much better because he was the one that came up with it, <laughs> but it's, it. it's about like anxiety and stuff like that. Um, okay. but yeah, it's just a street sign, I guess. And the funny thing is our, one of our, big fans luke um from here he supports a lot of local bands um and he actually went across the country and uh in west virginia he stopped at. he saw this sign actually and took a picture with it in front of it oh, so that was really cool yeah that's um, awesome yeah so that's that's the name of the band
0: well it sounds like you guys are doing really well and good luck and i will definitely put the well, I'll link in the description of this podcast so people oh. can find you and hear your music. Yeah. So it. let's, I'd love to hear your story. You know, I'd love to hear about your 22Q journey, you know, when it started, like, when did you first realize you had 22Q? And I guess we can start there.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it was after the, my heart surgery that I had at the age of six, mm-hmm. when I realized, I had like a a problem with myself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents had to ex- explain it to me like multiple times, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I just have like heart problems. That's really about it." Mm-hmm. Probably like in elementary school, I kind of find found out that, oh, I actually have like something wrong with my bones and stuff, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. It's just it's hard to like remember like actually how. I came to realize that I actually have 22Q. Yeah. But I still don't fully understand it. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. I guess it's like, it's okay. It's like I could have something worse. So I'm just like, okay, with it. I I just like bringing like knowledge to people like about it, though, which is pretty cool because not a lot of people know what it is. So
0: Yeah, it's a deletion and not many people know about it and yeah. that's why we're here today is just to share your perspective and what it's like living with it so when you were younger you had mentioned your heart but when you were yeah. really little do you remember having any um surgeries or anything yeah uh, when you were yeah younger? I, had
1: a, I had a speech problem when I, when I was really young i think it was like after or like even before the surgery i was I had trouble like talking and mm-hmm. and I got I got a lot better obviously but I couldn't pronounce my Rs or and I had a, I had a li- lisp as well but that that really helped my parents helped out a lot with that too and I'm like the only person in my family that kind of like reads a lot too so that's pretty good I still struggle with that a little bit um I just like doing it cuz it helps me like speak better yeah it was just like after the surgery I just started to realize stuff <laughs>
0: So you had a hole in your heart, you had mentioned.
1: Yeah, um, I forgot what it was called, but I have a tattoo of it. If you could see it.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's a heart. Can you explain it's it for a, anybody listening?
1: Yeah, it's it's I I can't explain it that well, but I just got it because like there is like a couple of holes in my heart, but I mm-hmm. had like a um, ultrasound of it, and my the doctor said it was like all healed up and stuff. And she couldn't tell, like it had surgery. So
0: I mean, good. that's good, but <laughs> there's no scar tissue yeah. or anything. Uh, No. Good. Yeah. Good. So you had your heart surgery when you were younger, you started to realize, okay, I have 22 Q, you know, that's why I've been going to speech therapy. That's why, you know, things may be a little different or harder. Um, did you have any other doctor's appointments when you were younger that you just kind of went to and were like oh okay everybody goes to these
1: yeah actually um like when I realized realized I had had it I actually went to UC Davis um which is in Davis California and they actually studied 22q there um which my uncle actually went to um but like I talked to A couple of doctors there and then then they said like oh you should go to like philadelphia they they want to like get to know you better so i i flew all the way to philadelphia which was really fun and i talked to like 20 other doctors there just like explaining like oh i okay this is actually pretty legit (laughs) (laughs) i have this problem like yeah i have knee problems like
0: Mm -hmm.
1: like i have a whole bunch of other stuff i mean i think i have my my parents think I also have ADHD but mm-hmm. I don't know that, that's kind of like you have to get diagnosed with that but I don't,
0: yeah. I don't know. So tell me more about your knees. The bone or is it like the structure?
1: I think it's the structure because mm-hmm. and I don't really have health insurance to get it fixed because I, I did have surgery on it and they put like a screw to help the kneecap not move anymore because I've I've blown it like Blown it out like a lot <laughs> before I had it um it must have
0: been so painful
1: yeah it, it's oh. it's pretty painful but I, I kind of got used to the pain so it was like I'm kind of like over it and um mm. but the last time I blew it out is because I'm a dishwasher um I, I was a dishwasher for like a really fancy restaurant but uh there is this like a busy time in the kitchen and I said like I, I said corner when moving and you have to like knock on the the fridge the the walk-in fridge and nobody nobody did that during the rush and like someone flew it open and hit my knee and it flew out and I, I burned myself on the oven at the same time. Oh, and no. yeah, I think the I think this screw like broke in uh, Ouch. something. But I, I'm walking fine, though. But it's just like it hurts a lot sometimes. Yeah. I, but yeah, it's it's just like it, it locks in place sometimes. And I sometimes wear a knee brace at work. But mm-hmm. my boss, like, knows about it. He, like, knows about everything. So he's he's like he's one of the best, like, bosses I've ever had. And he, like, he understands, like, oh, do you want to take a break or something and uh, at work? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's just, like, really understanding about that kind of stuff, which is really right. cool. I just have trouble standing up for like a long time. So mm-hmm. I just have to like take breaks like once, like once in a while. But
0: yeah. Does that affect your driving or playing the drums at all? Uh, playing the drums,
1: yes. Because my, like you have to like use your, like obviously your feet and stuff. And that's kind of tiring a lot. I think I just have to go to the gym for that, uh, like cardio and everything. But um, but driving, no, not really driving actually calms me down but yeah drumming a little bit a little yeah. bit but i i i like kind of like throw that out the window and just like just have fun
0: yeah <laughs> yeah but you yeah. seem like a very positive optimistic person
1: oh thanks <laughs> you, you can
0: correct me if i'm wrong
1: <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I mean, um when i'm i guess when i'm with people i just I like being with people so it's just like yeah.
0: yeah. How was school for you growing up? Did you like school? Was it difficult? Challenging? Yeah it was
1: um, elementary school was kind of difficult but I, I still had like friends and stuff that kind of knew what was up. I was like bullied a couple to- a couple times but nothing mm-hmm. like major major like you see in like the movies and stuff like yeah. that. Nothing like that. Um, in I high school that. I actually went to a pretty good high school but and it was in like the bad part of fresno it's actually a really historic high school too it's called roosevelt high school but which is like nowhere near my house but it was a it was okay because i went to like a program there called roosevelt school of the arts and i learned like acting there and that's that really like i was super shy as a kid So that's what, like, kind of got me out of my bubble and, like, Mm -hmm. very, like, interactive with, with, like, everybody. And um, I'm just happy I went to that school because, like, if I didn't, like, take acting classes, I would have not been able to talk to, like, people. Yeah,
0: Um, got you out of your shell.
1: Yeah, and I took, like, improv there. I had trouble, like, memorizing lines and stuff, so I just didn't really be in any plays. Although I really wanted to, I just, like, had trouble memorizing lines Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I just did like tech stuff and like made a lot of friends there with the people outside of the program they they never like bullied me at all there's when I had um surgery on my knee in high school people actually like helped me out a lot which is Mm -hmm. like pretty cool and it's a big campus so like whenever I like walk to the other side of the campus for a class people would like strangers would like come up to me and help me out, which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. So yeah, like high school was actually like a really fun time, which is cool. Yeah.
0: It's great that they had the arts program for you as an option. I did want to just mention the bullying thing. How did you kind of get through those bullying times? And if there's any other younger kids with 22Q listening to this, what kind of advice do you have for them to kind of push through and get through it?
1: See at the at the time I didn't realize I was being bullied. I guess I was just I just thought that they were like being like mean. So I just kind of rushed it off. So I guess like if someone's like bullying you, just like never take it like personal, I guess, mm-hmm. because they also have like problems that they deal them with themselves at home. So like if someone's bullying you then it's always like about their struggles, I guess. Is, is what I kind of realized. Yeah, it's just, like, it has nothing to do with, like, you. They're just, like, mad at themselves, realize that. But, like, it mm-hmm. was only a few people that, that did that. I always kind of, like, stay away from people anyways in, <laughs> like, yeah. elementary school and middle mm-hmm. school. Um, But, yeah, I just, like, kind of, like, brushed it off. Like, I kind of got, like, a little bit depressed after that, like, when they say that, but I was, like, I'm like, I don't really care.
0: Kids can just, be mean.
1: Like, yeah, kids are just like mean. When you grow up more, then it will stop. So just like.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> You're that like, high,
0: Yeah. That middle school, high school, like beginning of high school is such a tricky time for kids yeah. in general with hormones and changing schools and like figuring out who you are. And then like you just said, people can be super mean because they're yeah. dealing with things themselves. So they see someone yeah. and they're like, I'm gonna put my anger and, and sadness out on them by making them feel bad. So yeah. great advice and input there. So enough about bad guys. Let's talk about you. <laughs> and let's talk more about, you know, after high school, what was next for you? What what was that like for you? That transition from high school into the quote unquote real world.
1: Yeah. Um I honestly didn't know what I was doing. I tried college for two semesters and I honestly just didn't like it like the school I went to um Fresno City College I just didn't like the teachers that much because I don't know I it was just really hard to follow I guess I took like music classes and stuff and learned a lot of stuff from there but like it was stuff I already kind of knew (laughs) so I was like what's the point of that and I was like oh um I a lot of my friends are like oh no college is pointless just get a job and you'll figure things so I like I just got a job at a coffee shop and mm-hmm. went from there. <laughs> nice. I guess.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. What would be your dream job? Um
1: probably just touring all over the world with a band or like during doing doing like march for a band or like yeah. whatever. Like I my dream dream job is drumming for like a really like pop artist something mm-hmm. like that um cuz my my old friend um slash she she taught me drums for like a couple of years but she's from Fresno and have you heard of uh, Olivia Rodrigo? No. Or she's a no. she's a she's like an up and coming like pop artist.
0: Okay.
1: Um, but she's like up there. She's like she's she's getting there. But my my old friend slash drum teacher Drums for her now, like out of nowhere, and I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) But that's so cool. Like she, she's been on like Conan. She's she's been on the like other like late night shows with her, and just like, and I'm like, that's like kind of my dream job because the songs are easy, the pay is good, and you have fun like touring around the world and stuff. So yeah, that's like. And then a lot of people are like, oh no, that's not a that's not a real job and stuff. And I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) And even if there's so many jobs behind the scenes, even if you're yeah. not on stage, like drum tech, like drum checking tech the drum definitely. set, making like transporting the drums, like just got to connect with the right person. Really? Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> That's how it happens. But especially
1: in California, you never know if you're going to like run into that does that kind of stuff. So,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yep. a lot no, of people that, here. <laughs> yeah. Well, if anybody's listening and they need a drum tech or a drummer. <laughs> we have <one> <laughs> We need to talk to your band first obviously but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but we'll I see okay. and I don't want them to get mad at me um <laughs> all right so school was good for the most part you gained mm-hmm. a lot of confidence through theater um found your way got a job and then you know tell me you know what has been the biggest struggle for you with your 22q
1: probably my knee problems have been like a really like struggle to like do things physical, like I want to do. I do have like a, a lot of anxiety when it comes to like my heart and stuff because I can't have caffeine because of the anxiety, so like I'm just tired like all the time. And then just like I used to drink coffee, I used to be a barista, so um, I think that just the coffee just like freaked me out like, oh, I'm gonna have a heart attack because I had heart surgery, but like my heart's fine. But my my brain just still like messes with me about that, mm-hmm. so I'm just like staying away from caffeine, which a lot of people like. Everybody drinks and I'm like, oh, they're mm-hmm. it's so good, and I just feel left out from that. Yeah, and like when I see people run or just like have fun, I kind of like get sad from that, and like mm-hmm. I wish I could do that stuff. But I still try to go to the gym and enjoy it, but it's just like really hard to like enjoy life when you can't do physical things
0: mm-hmm. I guess
1: which is mm-hmm. just like like I wanted to play baseball when I was a kid like I wanted to be in the majors and stuff like that but like now like seeing like other people play and I'm just like ah, that could have been me <laughs> so it's just like really tough out there and uh a lot of people like just like they don't like make fun of it but they, they realize I, I talk in like a high-pitched tone a little bit sometimes, and they, they kind of make fun of it. That kind of hurts <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I don't know where it came from, probably the surgery or something like that, but
0: mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: They it's don't like, know what um, you're going
0: through. They don't. They don't, they don't yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, they don't understand that 22Q affects your entire yeah. body for some people, and yep. you have nothing you did. You just have yeah. it hmm yep does seeing baseball players still kind of hurt sometimes are you still <laughs> sort of grieving that um yeah
1: a little bit like I I sometimes like I don't really have a, a lot of people like a lot of people in the music industry don't really like sports that much and but by the bass player from a band actually does thank god because all of my other friends from like all the other bands like didn't care for it so yeah. like we play catch sometimes before shows and stuff to loosen up and that just like takes the stress away sometimes and yeah, yeah it's like yeah super fun to do i guess what's your favorite <laughs> team i like the i like the giants my, my my parents actually met in san francisco and my my grandpa who's no longer with us uh had a house there so, like, every summer and uh, winter break, we always um, went there and uh, went to the games and stuff. So, it was, like, a big, like, childhood, like, thing. So, it always, just always stuck to me and stuff. So, yeah.
0: Did you go to games with your grandpa?
1: Yeah, all the time. Yeah, it was it was fun. Like, our first game, we saw Barry Bonds, um, who is their legend player. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just, like, he was the one that made me like love baseball and stuff like that. So um nice. we're not we're not doing too good right now, but mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah, it was just like I'm just passionate about baseball and music and that's about mm-hmm. it. Keeps me mm-hmm. going. Yeah.
0: Is there anything else you find that you've had to grieve through or still are working through with my GQ other than baseball? Um probably
1: it's 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 kind of weird because I I like to help people out a lot so like if someone needs something like helping like carrying stuff then I'll I'm like oh I can't like lift heavy things that well then I'll like grieve about it because like I can't help that person out especially at work because like my boss knows and he doesn't like ask me for help when it comes to like lifting heavy things so I'm like I want to help you guys like but like I can't and it's just like yeah with that even even with carrying drums around because I still haven't gotten my kid out of my car yet from the show because I was gonna ask how uh, do you get around yeah um I actually kind of have a drum tech with me he he's also a drummer but he's like a for the rec- recordings on our EP, I recorded drums myself. I want to, like, go back to school and actually, like, learn how to do it, like, better. I mean, there there is, like, other individual, like, schools that teach you how to do that. But it costs a lot of money, for yeah. sure. <laughs>
0: if only education was free. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and
1: barely any jobs with that,
0: so. <laughs> yeah. Well... Keep reaching for it, but good luck with that if you do decide. Thanks. So I just want to see, you know, if you let people know who aren't living with 22Q, what it's like. So if you were on stage and you could tell the world something about 22Q and what it's like living with it, that you would love everybody to know, what would that be?
1: Um, still waking up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Uh... I mean, if you see someone that's, I don't know, cause like all of us are just unique. I guess it's really, really hard to tell if someone has it, cause not all of people know it, so it's really hard to to explain. I don't, I don't know, like just treat everybody like equally, cause like even if they're just act weird or something like that, everybody's weird in their own way so like who cares I
0: guess (laughs) (laughs) I like
1: it just treat everybody Mm -hmm. with kindness it's like uh, if if someone's like gay or something like that they want to be treated like equally and same thing with people with disabilities we wanted to want to be treated like equally too Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like the same thing you know
0: yeah beautifully said I like yeah. it. I think we should make t-shirts that say everybody's weird. Yeah, everybody's weird. <laughs> I like true. it.
1: Sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a bumper Yeah, here.
0: everybody's weird. <laughs> just accept it.
1: Everybody's weird. Just accept it. And my, my, <laughs> my friend actually just got back from New York City and she said she would rather live there because everybody's weird there and she oh, thinks yeah. she's weird. So like she just felt comfortable there.
0: Yeah. So yeah. A I'm lot of people that just <laughs> Are themselves i just yeah. went two weeks ago as well and there's many times where you're walking down the street and you're like whoa <laughs> yeah. like just the outfits and and they don't care they're, they're yeah, being they themselves really they're being their 100 selves and going for it which is admirable and not many people have the confidence to do so yeah I'm
1: the, I'm the only one in my family that hasn't been in new york City yet so I would like to go there one day.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's loud and big, but it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun. Is there anything else I may not have mentioned that you want to touch upon that I may not have talked about? Uh, no, I think I think you've. Oh, tell I've... me about the magazine.
1: The magazine, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it was when I was in Philadelphia, messaged my parents or like emailed them or something. And uh, they're like, we saw you. And I don't really, I don't remember it because I was four.
0: <laughs> but I but guess they I had like, you come out and they yeah. asked you a bunch of questions and then they created what?
1: It was just like a, a magazine. I think we still have it here. They they told me I was like the cutest kid And then one of photoshoot and I'm like, okay, I didn't know what it was for, but, uh, it was just like a
0: a 22Q like magazine to educate others about the 22Q deletion. Yep. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. And when was this? Wait, like,
1: uh, 2000, 2001. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Nice. Cool. Well, all right, Mike, thank you again. And just thank you for being so honest and open and sharing your story with me. I wish you the best of luck with your band. Keep going for your dreams. And I just want to say thank you again for being on today. Thank you.
1: This was, this was fun. Quite an experience. So
0: Mikey, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing your optimistic outlook on life. I wish you nothing but the best. You're an extremely talented drummer. And good luck to you and your band. To all of our listeners, please check out the links below to see his band in action on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and check out their website. And I'd also like to just thank all of our audience for listening, subscribing, sharing, and liking this podcast. Every time you do that, you help to raise awareness about 22Q, and it means the world to me. If you'd like to reach me, you can contact me through email at 22Qpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, or if you would like to be on the podcast, feel free to reach out. And until next time, never forget, 22U family, that you are not alone.